Okage and Is it recording this time? Yes, it's recording. <laughs> it was recording last time, but when I hit stop recording, it error. So we just recorded a five minute episode about Wraith Abuser. Probably gonna get the condensed crappier version. Because yeah. I'm talking about it again. It's boring. But <laughs> so as you all may have noticed, Wraith Abuser has no longer been topping the leaderboards. We basically just wanted to show you how easy it is to abuse Wraith on a Kage alt account where he barely plays and strategically gears his characters. But as we noticed, many of you were very unhappy that we are advocating for Wraith changes because for some reason you think not gearing your characters and being top of Wraith is a good thing. So as you gear your characters and you find that you no longer get many points and you have to spend a fortune to even get... I struggle to get the top 1500 anymore, to be honest with you. That's running 27 a day. I'm still barely inside 5,000. But with that yeah. said, we're not going to bother anymore because we just basically wanted to bring attention to it. I don't really care because it's very rare that I need shards for the character. Occasionally it's super annoying, like this month when I may want to go top 100 for Red Hood and have to play so much that my eyes bleed. Um, it's an entire week of raids, basically, is the equivalent. But other than that, yeah, it's going to take a lot of time. Oh, it's so much time. And then, because it's a tank meta these days, matches last a long time. So, the other uh, the other thing that people say is, oh, you have super gear character, so you should be able to fly through your matches. You really don't, because when you're, you have a 38,000 gear score team, you get paired with 34 or 35,000 teams. It's not fast. No, so it's not fast. You can't no, run you're at all. Matches are trim- super long these days. Yeah. I mean, I've watched video of you playing these matches, and I feel like you can do them just as fast on Wraith Abuser as I can on my Uber teams. It's so, about the okay, same. Okay. Just, just, a, just a recap for people who don't understand. My characters are like gear 10, gear like 10 and a half, not full gear 11, and I, I can win 500 points in Wraith in like under 30 minutes, where Hate has to play all day, all night, just to get the same amount of points. So why don't we so tell people how to do this? So we'll, we can even title this episode "How to Win how to Wraith on the Cheap." So why don't you give the give the tip on how to do it, and then I'll have yeah. you send me um, some pictures of your gears. Yeah. So so with characters, you got to look at figure out what their gear types are. If they're a tank, if they're a striker, you know that kind of stuff. That's very basic. Then you have to figure out what gives the most points and skip it. So strikers, there's a gear piece on number six that gives like 600 points, five, 600 points. I skip that completely because that raises my power score too high. And I skip the next one after that. And then I take the rest. You take all the little gears first. Uh, that way you don't raise your power level too high. Uh, you want to stay, you want to keep your top four characters under like 27,000 power, 28,000, depending on how, how many whales decide to rebirth their characters or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, if you're gear 10, if you've already rebirthed the character, you're screwed. So, no point in trying it. Yeah, don't rebirth. Uh, if you want to win Wraith, yeah. I mean, if you want to compete in Siege or Showdown, obviously you want higher, stronger characters, but you're, you're, the goal is to have as many 13 to 20 matches on your board as possible. And, and the only, you can only do that if you go stop at L3 or L4, depending on the character. You stop at gear four gear pieces of eleven or three pieces of gear eleven. My Larflees has like two pieces of gear eleven. He carries me. 
which is kind of dumb. But <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> that Lord of Lee has like no life yet. You still win matches all the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, you take you take a couple pieces on each character and manage their power levels. It gets a little complicated after that. But after that, you just kind of feel out uh, your matches, see what you need to take, and then uh, eventually you'll have full boards of 13 to 20. You clear them all, no problem. And you're in no time, you're getting top 100, top 35, even world finals for basically for free. Now, you need basically 8 to 10 characters that are mandatory. So I know Hired Gun Deadshot, Lurflees, Etrigan. Red Robin. Red Robin. Then you need Hound, Cyborg Superman, and Man Bat, and I think you're you got your bases covered. Yeah, I mean, ideally you like to have. I know you have Black Adam and Donna Troy too, correct? Or did you not have Donna Troy? Yeah, I can't remember. I have Donna Troy. Yeah, so I mean, those Donna Troy, Wonder Girl, those yeah. aren't required. Wonder Girl, yeah, you definitely need her. But other than that, those team, you know, you really don't need Castaway Green Arrows. Probably useful, but. You don't have to have, I mean, you want other characters, but you don't have to have them. So basically, you can do, with eight characters, I think Cordovell's invested a couple hundred dollars to get this account from Ground Zero up, which it had yeah. you know, a handful of characters already, <laughs> just for this project. And, experiment. Yeah, I yeah. think it was like maybe five, six hundred total. Yeah, it wasn't much. That's, you know, that's way less than what we spend on our mains. You know how crazy that sounds? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that, that's not even that high. total is like maybe <laughs> that's a normal one. <laughs> that could be that could be one month, dude. Yeah, a one one month from a big spender, and you're already you know top of the leaderboards. You're dominating Wraith. That's how broken that system is. <laughs> and Wraith is, I mean, while Siege, you know, as I consider the primary, it's only one character you're getting. So in Wraith, when you if you I mean if you math that out. It makes more sense to gear for Wraith instead of Siege and Showdowns because you there's a lot more characters you're going to get lots of shards for. Yeah. You get more shards in Wraith than you do in Siege. So that's why I would advocate if if, if the people really don't want the system to change that much, I advocate for uh, adding more reward tiers. So like a top, just like what they do in Siege, like a top 10, top uh, 250, top 500. That kind of stuff, and then like a streak win, streak bonus for wins. Yeah, the streak bonus I think would be awesome. If every in Ion that game that we had a dalliance with, they had it where every time you won a match, after you won like three in a row, you got extra points. And if you won five in a row, ten in a row, twenty in a row, and it just kept snowballing. So the more matches you won in a row, the more points you got. So I thought that would be super cool. Coding might be more difficult for it, but it would make it. It would make Wraith unique, and I know a lot of times, you know, part of the argument as to why they don't want Wraith to have a static point system is because they want it to be unique. Um, another thing that would be super easy: give like a hundred point board clear. I think that would. If you can clear your board, you get an extra hundred points. That would, you know, make it so that gearing your characters doesn't feel like a complete waste of time. Yeah. But I do believe if they were to add that 100-point board clear, they need to make sure that the matchmaking, when you do your refresh, it's got to be the same caliber team that you are. So You're not paired like, with stronger players. No, well, I take that back. I was going to say, once um, you get into the... I mean, they say 
the way it's designed now is that you get paired more closely with your gear level, but as you get into the higher and higher ranks, you you get paired with whoever's in the top. <laughs> the funny thing about Wraith Arena, though, is because none of the whales can make it to the top. When you get to top 100, your boards are easier. They're very yeah, easy. because I don't when I'm when I'm in the top 100, I don't fight any hard teams because you guys can't get in there. No. That's right. <laughs> you guys are sitting outside top 5,000, top 10,000. I can't. I'm okay for siege. I run my 27 a day, and I legitimately run them. But the thing is, is that often, especially if I'm using bonus characters, I lose matches or I lose a tune. So I'm getting like three points a match. So I struggle to get the top 5,000 now. It's so ridiculous. I can't get anything below three to, or above three to six now. I used to occasionally get six to nine. Now that my stun team's like 38,800 or something insane. Um, I'm even, it's funny, I'm even a plus 14 sometimes for the whales, other whales. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, every every team I fight is still pretty much three to six. But I'm always so low. I'm, I might get a plus nine, like, every, maybe, like, from Vincent or someone like that. Maybe your team, hey, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, well, you have a pretty high because you did the owl team stuff so high. Yeah. And now I have with me Voss, who, correct me if I'm wrong, you're a free-to-play player or minimal to spend? Uh, correct. Okay. And he experienced some of the issues we had in Wraith, but before we get into that, let me just get a little bit of your background, um, how long you've been playing DC Legends, and uh, just kind of give us a quick rundown of your gaming history with the game. Uh, started playing probably around... When Arcus debuted, so, okay, so not too long after launch, but it was probably towards the end of the first month of the game, and then uh, been pretty much playing ever since. And you, um, obviously, you're pretty, you know, dedicated, regular. You do, you know, run run everything every day, and you have a free to play roster. You sent me some pictures of it, which, if you're listening online, you can see some of the um, characters that he had. So if you want to just kind of go through your Wraith Arena experience and what happened when, I guess it looks like when Rebirth came out. Um, actually, Rebirth was kind of like a boon in disguise because I know you guys were talking about it and Kage said something like, uh, you know, I'm not taking my t- my tunes Rebirth because it's just going to, you know, screw me out of points. And I was kind of in that boat at that time because uh, most of my boards were probably about like three to six. I'd maybe get like a six to nine here and there and... I started to rebirth. I did probably two or three tunes, and then I I stopped. And I noticed that like my boards were going back to six to nines, eight to fourteens, and I saw like a thirteen to twenty for the first time in who knows how long. Oh wow! Yeah, I know Kage's when he had kind of gotten the power creep had kind of hit him a little bit where he wasn't getting as good of rosters or good of boards. But then with rebirth going on, he because he hasn't been rebirthing, he's been seeing more and more and more higher tier. Now, I see you in your roster, you've rebirthed a couple characters, I see. Yeah, I did three. Um, I'm trying to think. I did Kaga, which uh, I did that as soon as he was uh, reworked. Um, just because, and that was right when Rebirth dropped, because I was like, ah, I want to get the skin change. So I did that. Then, uh, then the second tune, I think, was... Uh, uh, Wonder Woman POT, because uh, she was kind of like my go-to leader at that point. So it just kind of made sense, made her a little more tanky. And then uh, 
third one was you know my favorite character is uh, Damian Wayne, so I was just eh, I got the got the shards, so I might as well do it. Plus, yeah. he looks a lot better with the hood on. Yeah, he he looks a lot cooler in his old skin, which I kind of my I didn't want to pay the thousand gold just out of principle to just do a skin change. Which I yeah. kind of started to break that rule a little bit recently, but I always wanted to. I was like, well, I'm going to reserve it for when I can rebirth them. But since rebirth crystals are so rare, I'm like, well, I probably shouldn't wait for that. I'll be raiding for the rest of my life so, <laughs> to do some of the yeah, more no characters. I'm sorry, say that? I said to yeah. for the, some of the more obscure characters that I probably would never rebirth because they're you know just characters I like, but I probably wouldn't want to waste the crystals on them. So as oh, a sure. free-to-play player... You know, a lot of people, when we brought up the Wraith topic, they've understandably gotten upset with it because they feel, as a newer player or a weaker roster, this is their their PvP mode to compete, which I can completely understand. So, as a free-to-play player who's kind of on the other side, they've gotten kind of the short end of the stick, what is your opinion on how they should approach Wraith and what would be a good balance between allowing you to gear your characters and compete in other modes, but still preserving where Wraith Arena would be viable. Well, well I think the arena's on points on point in terms of the rewards. Like, the, you get a, a good chunk of rewards, and, like, you know, it's it's not too hard, like, you know, for a fresh Gear 11, you know, team to kind of break into that top 5,000, top 1,500, because, you know, ever since they upped the shard amounts, like, you can kind of catch up that way. Um, but as far as... You know, for the long-time players that, uh, you know, that have upgraded most of their roster and whatnot, uh, I kind of would like to see, like, a tier system, like, um, where, you know, WB, they already know who who's the weakest four characters at level 80 gear 11. So that's kind of what would be, like, your baseline. That would be, let's say, 18 to 20 points. And then you take that same set and then make them 70 gear 11. That would be, you know... 15 to 18 points and just kind of tighten up the tiers but when you hit that tier no matter if you're facing them or you have a team that's in that tier they're always worth that amount yeah i do like that ideal the only the only caveat the argument against that would be the matchmaking system so when i face when i refresh my board most of my opponents are 33 to forty thousand points mm-hmm. and then in that system, I would almost always get plus 20, so it would give me an unfair advantage in some people's minds. Why is that unfair that you upgraded your roster and you have a strong team? Yeah, but the matches in theory would be easier for me to defeat those 40,000 point teams versus somebody who's, you know, 10.5 trying to beat a 40,000 team. Yeah, but so what I'm saying is like, so even if I'm like a, t- a 10.5-er, your team is always going to be worth that amount. So I'm getting the extra points for fa- you know basically punching up in weight, but it's not taking away from you for also punching in, you know, in your weight class at the same time. Like you're fighting stronger teams, you should get more points. Yeah, that I mean, I agree with you in theory, but that's the <laughs> argument against it. So you know, well, I, I don't, I don't know. The problem is, I just, I think Warner Brothers at this point likes. And this is the conspiracy theory in me. I think they like the fact that it takes the whales a hundred times more matches because they assume we're just going to drop the the coin on doing it. Which... Yeah, I think that plan's backfiring because I noticed like a lot of the the people that because I used to, you know, if if there were some weeks I used to like really push for like top one hundred, 
and uh, you know that kind of all went downhill once Wonder Girl came out. But like in that pre Wonder Girl phase, like you know that top one hundred was pretty pretty solid with whales, and you don't really see that that much anymore. Probably because you know the whole ten point five you know scoring exposed you know thing is going on. Yeah, I mean, I know most of us, <clears throat> myself included, is just with the the what Joker likes to call the fat meta, where yeah. everybody's, you know, it's just it, the matches take a long time. Which I mean, mm-hmm. I like the match. I think the meta itself is in a really good spot. It's you know, the, oh for sure. Yeah, the the it's fun. It's more diverse. You know, you can get a little tired of the Hal Jordan Man Bat teams, but overall, it's but they're long matches, so you can't just kind of auto grind through, and. It for for people who like myself who gets three to five points a match half the, most of the time unless you three star would you get six points? Um, it just takes too long. You just can't do it. I can't even. I can barely get in the top fifteen hundred, much less <laughs> top one hundred. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I mean the only really thing like other than like the tier system that I'd like would maybe be, I mean, bring it back to the old school days where they had level requirements on stuff. You know, you put you slap on a, you know, you make like a normal wraith arena heroic and like a legendary and like legendary you have to be at least you know level your characters have to be level 70 this gear yeah i mean the the tiered pvp mode seems like a good solution the other thing i would be okay with if they didn't change it at all but they it, it only it doesn't ever bother most of the whales except when it's a character you really really want and then you just can't compete so I mean that's mm-hmm. not that's not that big a deal. Maybe add those characters more frequently to showdowns, and then you'd probably see less complaints. Um, yeah, yeah, especially with well with rebirth requiring so many fragments. Like I don't understand why they're not doing like blitzes every day. Like wraith just gets old. Like I, I think for the past two or three sieges, I I never did the twenty seven PvP matches in a day. I just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was still, I think I always finished like top three fifty. So, you know, it, but on those days where I had, you know, like the blitzes, because you're just getting like a mashup of everybody, it's basically like, you know, a screw around mode. You can throw in a character you don't usually use and, you know, you can face a weaker team, get your points and, you know, have it qualify for that, you know, know, that mission. But I would like to see those like more often because like we got a roster of 120 characters. Like you can't throw out some of those old ones, like, you know, like a mirror master here and there. Well, that was the other thing I always wanted to see in Wraith, and that if they don't want to adjust the points or do anything, just give bonus points for the obscure characters. So at least then it's more challenging. You can earn some extra points, and that doesn't hurt anybody. <clears throat> but it'd make it a little more fun. Like give instead of giving two points, give like five points if you're using, you know, the whatever the bonus character is for the week. Yeah, so I think that'd be yeah. fun. Yeah, and they've probably got already got that programming in there due to you know things like Siege. So you know, it's just probably just a matter of like copy and paste in it <laughs> yeah it'd be, i mean i think that would be fun <clears throat> but the, the only thing is, is it still didn't address i think the biggest problem isn't so much the whales in the situation as people like you that are free to play that have a more advanced roster but you can't really compete in siege you can't uh, i'm top I'm, 100 right now oh okay so that defeats that argument but and that's it's that, harder but and that that's only because three of my bonus tunes are three of my handful of gear 11 tunes <laughs> Okay, but you know a lot of the free to play who had advanced, they they are not going to be able to score real high in siege typically. Oh no, showdowns are oh, going to be, no. you know, some showdowns you may be able to do, but then you also get the short end of the stick on wraith. So I don't know. I think maybe they just need to lighten up 
the who gets three to six. Like, don't just base it on your top four tunes. Base it on the entire strength of the roster. Yeah. And I'd be curious to see how their algorithm works with that and, like, how they determine what makes the three. Because I've been, like, kind of looking at my boards a little closely, like, since I first started talking to you about this. And it's it seems like I, I've kind of narrowed down, like, what the power gap is. It's it's somewhere, like, around, like, 1,500 is when it kind of changes tiers. So, like, if somebody's, like, 3K above me, that would probably be, like, an 8 to 14 for me. And if it's more than that, then it's 13 to 20. Well, and the other thing is, since most of the whales aren't competing in the higher tiers, you probably get stronger teams early, and then once you get in the top 1,500, you probably get less points. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly been like 6 to 9s, and I think I've had like two 8 to 14s over the past couple of days, so it comes free sparingly. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see race changes, but I'm kind of at the point now where I've stopped caring about it, and I'd much rather them just you know work on Chapter 9. The glorious chapter nine that won one one day. It's only been two years since we thought it was coming out. So, eh, you know what? I actually got a better idea for that. Like, and it probably would take WB no time to do. So we have normal and heroic mode. Why not do a legendary mode? Just yeah. copy and paste all chapters one through eight. Make it harder content. Gear, you know, gear eleven. So, you know, that kind of. Gives people incentive to get up to gear 11, and then you make, you know, your rewards could be, you know, some of those fragments like Donna Troy or Etrigan, or you could put in blue hope rings, like something, you know, put that carrot out there, you know, for them to go after it. That's a really good idea. That's actually a really good idea. And then whenever they, because you know, eventually they're going to want to do gear 12, it wouldn't be nearly as painful when, when that day finally hits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Honestly, like, you know, we could get another chapter with another story, but, just, I mean, I'm kind of used to this same game for three years. Just make it a little harder. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and that's, it's, uh, I can't remember, what Macho Man always says, you know, you don't need to adjust a Wraith as much as you just need to give people reason to go gear 11, and then it kind of fixes itself. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a really good point. Anything else you want to talk about while you're on here before we uh, wrap this up and I have to leave for work? And for those of you who don't know, we're recording at like 6.40 in the morning. So this, yep. is, this is what we do for the people. <laughs> um, I wanted to kind of talk about uh, that idea you had for, uh, you know, prestiging your account. Because, you know, a lot of us have been like level, you know, count level 80 for the longest time. You know, we're just getting all this XP with nothing to use for it. Um, I don't know if you have you played Diablo 3 at all. I have. It's been a long time, but yeah. Okay. So one of the systems they have in there, it's it's called like a Paragon. So basically you you hit your top level, which is 70. Then after that, there's like a gradually increasing experience bar that every level that you get after that, you get, you know, extra stats, like that kind of thing. But I guess you could adapt it to DCL where your account level would stay level 80 so it wouldn't cause any hiccups with like joining a raid or any other game mode but um you know you could do a paragon for like milestones like you know for every extra level that you hit after level 80 you get a rebirth crystal or you know a you know void scanner or whatever i think that that's something that they could probably look at Hmm, that's a neat idea too. I do like that. I'd like to see some kind of stats increase just because it would, you know, give you extra incentive. But even if they just gave some kind of reward, like you said, and they already have the milestones tech, you know, kind of built into the system. So I wouldn't, you wouldn't think it'd be too terribly difficult to do. 
Yeah. That's a cool idea. I like that. Yeah. Basically, and, I think uh, we'd like anything that they would add at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm trying to... Honestly, like that whole like legendary mode of Chapter 1 through 8, I'm trying to think of things that are feasible. Like, I, you know, you see all these requests on Reddit for like, oh, you should add this to the game. That's like, eh, that sounds like a lot of homework for somebody. So... Yeah, that's what it kind of... keep it easy. What's strange to me about raids, and you know, now that they announced that there wasn't going to be raids for November and December, which is fine, I'd like to see them get it fixed, but I just feel like this entire year has been spent on raids. I don't know why they made such a complex system instead of just doing a node-based, you know, group thing. I mean, I like the idea that they put the tech in that people can use shared bosses, and there's a lot of things that they could potentially do one day with that, but mm-hmm. it seems like they made it so complex for themselves. And obviously, with you know the bugs that we've had and everything else, it's you know they pretty much spent the entire year. Feel seem actually almost certainly spent the entire year on that. Aside from new characters, so you know it's, I'd much rather them do something simpler and just give us more content as opposed to something brand new and huge. Yeah, um, yes, I was not a fan of the last raids. Like I, I just listened to that. Uh, little uh 20 minute clip you put out the other day about uh you know recapping raids and when i was those out of syncs were killing me and like i don't know that that much grinding for a mobile game is just insanity like i just i don't have time for that yeah i think all our family members are quite pleased that um we don't have to do that during the holidays so (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean i kind of wish they'd make the milestones like like almost like daily legendary missions to where it requires some extra effort, but it's not like you're, you know, glued in. I mean, maintain the leaderboards for the people that want to go, you know, like loot Scrooge McDuck, go crazy, you know, <laughs> let them, let them do it. But like for the rest of us, like make them a little more reasonable. Like, you know, the 500, th- I mean, I know they add an extra day, but still 500 million is absurd. It is insane. Yeah. And if you're not getting MVP, what's the point? Like, you know, <laughs> the legendary bosses definitely need like that's the one thing I don't want them to spend too much more time on raids because it's kind of I've kind of accepted it is what it is just make them shorter make the legendary bosses worth more so that it's worth like even attacking them and then that'd be kind of all I'd want to see out of it yeah I kind of wish they just like scaled the MVP better because like if you look at the point totals like your attacker gets like one time and then like the MVP bonus is 10 times that amount. It's like, really, you know, you could have beat me by five damage or like, is it really worth 10 times as much? Or the hackers that go in and <laughs> attack. Oh yeah. Just first. one shot them, yeah, you know, exactly. level 38, one shot them. Yeah. Which happened. That's why on the last day of especially, I just said, forget those bosses. I just shared them and yep. moved on. Yep. But, um, yeah, other than that, um, oh, there's just just like a couple like minor quality of life things I'd like to see, like uh, maybe condensed down the alliance page, like how you have the alliance hub and then the alliance missions. Like, just make that one page, make it clean. I'd like to see them just add loading screens again. They don't even have to like do original art; they could just do like slow motion pictures of you know people's uh, super moves. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they don't have like 85 years worth of art that they could use. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The loading screens I do miss. I don't. I think it would be very. It's one of those things that wouldn't take 
10 minutes to add you would think i mean i could be well, completely wrong but. i mean you got to bring it into photoshop put the dc legends logo on it and then put it on their server and then upload it to the game i mean it seems pretty hard <laughs> well maybe a community i, I know there's a, several of you silver fox and um, dark knight you all who've done art for us why don't you make some loading screens and send us a bunch of them one we'll use them for the podcast but two um we'll send them to dc legends and see if uh maybe they'll use them and make sure you have your uh, name on there. So any of any of you artists, that that'd be awesome. And then the other thing, just the main screen. Let's get some new heroes up in the screen. You know, I yeah. Love, I love me some Hal Jordan and Zatanna, but I've been looking at them for three years. I wouldn't mind a few people changing out. Oh, for sure. And then uh, maybe one last thing would be like uh, for like you and like other content creators. Um, maybe if if there was a way when you're doing battles to do like a uh, like a cinematic mode. So like when it does the character animations, it would either like like hide the the interface in the top left corner or something, just so you can kind of you know get all the junk off the screen. Yeah, that would be nice. I've Two D Tron's done a good job with his YouTube videos. If you have yeah, I saw that he he did a very good job with his intro. Yeah, the DC Legends like advertisement. He did an awesome yeah. job. So if you haven't checked him out, I think I don't know what his I don't think he has a specialized link, but just look up Two D Tron. I'll try to remember to put it in the show notes, but this episode might not come out for a couple days, so who knows if I'll remember. Yeah. Cool. Well, right. I think that's about it. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on, sharing your experience. Um, if you're looking at the video version, there'll be screenshots of his roster just so you can kind of see. I know we've beaten the Wraith topic to death, but Boss wanted to come on and kind of share a little bit of what he experiences at a, as a free-to-play, and since... None of the owls come anywhere close to the free-to-play um, area, except for Bear, who won't come on the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. And we will, uh, till next time. Take it easy. But all right, yeah, I went with uh, uh, RB4 Kaga. <laughs> that's pretty much all we wanted to say about Wraith of Buner. He knows he's retired, but he may make an appearance if a certain scenario were to present itself. You never know. Somebody somebody upset us. Kage wants to whip him out. Yeah. He's our personal assassin at this point. Alright. Hey everyone, it's Tutitron. Thanks for listening to WROL Broadcasts. If you like the show, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash WROL Broadcasts. Let's talk game improvements. The game should not punish you for gearing out your characters. Let's make Wraith fair for everyone. Whales and free-to-play included. Thumbs up if you agree. 